Hello and welcome to Season Quest. My name's Lucy. One of you go. One of you go. My name's Charlie. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. (laughs) This is a little special, like, we've been doing this for two years episode. Um, We don't have Troy with us, because, you know, fucking best of the best, boy. (laughs) Uh, Troy, Troy, Troy has slept in on the day we were supposed to record, and we were going to do this after recording actual puppets, but since Troy's not here... We figured we'd do the two-year recap without him because that's just the way that we usually do things around here. Yeah. This is a call-out post to Troy. Stop (laughs) sleeping. Yeah. So, guys, we've been doing this shit for two years. Who would have thought? Yeah. (laughs) Thought. Yeah, two years is a long time. A long time to be friends, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. friends longer. Wow. Oh, I think I started kind of getting along with you guys during... Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> the season I still where, don't know everybody's name. The season where everyone fucked you over? Yeah. It yeah. just, you know, when you, like, finally become, like, friends with everyone in the group and then you get, like, a bit roasted? It was like that. <laughs> you guys were too nice to me before that. <laughs> were we? <laughs> no. Never. Shit. Not once. <laughs> Shithead maths nerd. That's... <laughs> Shithead. <laughs> Hey, uh, my first question of the day is, why do we bully Lucy? Did she need um, to change as a person? What are your notes? Um, I don't think Lucy needs to change. I think we need to change, but we're reluctant to make that change. Thanks for your question. Uh, <laughs> next question, caller. <laughs> Charlie, got anything to say? Why are we mean to me? No comment. Because, <laughs> no, I think, I think it's because if we weren't mean to you, we'd be mean to me more. So... I like to push it off onto you to take the brunt of it. There's a really good quote from, I think, the last episode of... Or it's some recent episode where Tom says something mean to you, Charlie. And then Tom's like, we've been too mean to Lucy. I've I gotta do this to make her feel better. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was, it was me just... I literally just... It wasn't saying that we were too mean to Lucy. It was just saying that <laughs> Lucy's not had a good day and being mean to Charlie makes her feel better. Which is true. <laughs> it's pretty true. I'm going to I'm gonna give some structure to this to this recap. Because this isn't like a Q&A. It's more of just like our feelings and thoughts and stuff. Yeah, I just had a Q that I needed an A for. Yeah, we'll have a couple Qs, but that'll be from each other, not from like people. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Sina will ask me a Q if I, <laughs> if I message her. Not from people. Uh, so we'll start with winter, and we'll talk about our how how we started season quest and stuff, and what was the process. So Lucy, you can yeah. do that because we'll you started spin. it. Um. So I came up with season quest when I was working on a feature length fi- interactive film with Troy for the Fringe Festival, and I was so tired. And I was so angry at editing that I came up with a different thing I wanted to do. <laughs> I was like, I can't think about this. I have to come up with something else. So I came up with Season Quest. Um, everything but the name, really. Including assigning seasons. I picked everyone's seasons. <laughs> and then I talked about it with you guys just a little bit. And then we started a group chat. It took about six months from idea to first episode. Which was way longer than I thought it was in my head. Like, that was a really long time. Um, but it was good because we needed that time because a lockdown happened. Because 2020. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff happened because of horror. <laughs> because 2020 was a pretty bad year. Yeah. I think Charlie came up with the name Season Quest. I'm going to find like some other name ideas we had right now. So that'll take me a little while. Oh, the, um, the ideas were shit. They were like seasons yeah, of they D&D. Were pretty and that sort of shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I came up with a name. I'm pretty good about naming shit. I'm pretty sure what Charlie came up with initially was, like, uh, the farts that we drink on a cold winter's night. I'm still Um, waiting to release the farts that we drink on a cold winter's night. That's going to be my magnum opus. I hate it here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, the names were shit. And then, so we did a lot of, like, brainstorming. I learned how to edit an audition. It's just started raining here. This is just word vomit. <laughs> and it was, we did a it was pilot. thunder and lightning. It's been some weather. Um, and then we did a pilot, which was uh, bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was. It wasn't very good. The worst part is that everybody died. <laughs> well, I would say the worst part is that we didn't know what we were doing at all. And yeah, but uh, we learned didn't a lot from it. Didn't have any etiquette. We still don't have etiquette. No. <laughs> But you know. But yeah, I'm glad we did that test run because even though it was we shit, have plenty of etiquette, Tom. We're very good at podcasting. <laughs> You're a bastard and a bitch. The best part is we don't Both have to do them. anything because Lucy's editing it. Uh, I just got to a point where we only had 69 downloads, and that's so fun. That would have that's been funny. really early because a lot of our friends were very supportive and downloaded the episode on day one. Yeah, I'm at episode one ish. Yeah, episode one, because one of my friends said, I like Charlie, and that's it. Nice. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, and then we did Winter, which was um, good. Really classic D&D. Yeah, you gotta start that's with the That's the one where I'm like, if you want classic D&D, go listen to Winter. Yeah, I think the thing with Season Quest was because we planned for it to be like, uh, everyone does a different season, but we didn't actually plan each story beforehand, really. We kind of knew a basic gist but obviously we changed our minds as time went on so winter was definitely like a good baseline to start on to know where we would this this is like D &D, this is classic D D. we could go either more uh crazy less D D from here or more classic even still you know especially since winter did good and people liked winter you know i've said most of what i wanted to say about winter in the the winter q a Mm. I don't have any. True, true. I haven't been meditating on this for a while. I don't have any new revelations. Thoughts, revelations is the word I was looking for. I know. So in uh, when next we had spring, which was like the second time ever I DM'd in my life. The first time um, was a hot air balloon. First time was a pre-written one shot or a pre-written campaign, which I turned into a one shot. Um, because I had no ideas, I just needed practice. And that wasn't very good. So I'm glad spring was better than that. Baza! Baza, yeah. Uh, Oliver, and then Axel! Yeah, I didn't like DMing that much. It was good, but it wasn't as much fun as playing a character, which I find quite easy. But when you DM, you get to play a billion characters. But I... So... You guys know this because you've both DM'd for me quite a bit. I get really, really caught up in a story. And I get super, like, swept away with anything, which makes it very hard for me to be the DM. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, I just came across a message that's really funny. Is a monarchy yeah. race? Is there a monkey race? Troy says, a what? Oh, race like racism. <laughs> Not a running race. <laughs> Race like racism, not running race, is an incredibly unhinged sentence. But I uh, like the idea of a monkey race as a running race. What I type of see monkey them would win? Uh, probably the one, one of the fast talk, ones. The one that could beg for oranges. Obviously one of the fast ones. What? Use your <laughs> monkey knowledge. Uh, I don't know, a fucking macaque? A baboon, probably. <laughs> is it a running race? Is it a foot race or do they have trees? Uh, no trees. Rabbit. Yeah, I think a, yeah. I think a baboon would win because I think baboons are pretty fast on their feet. Uh, interesting and it'd be fact. Really funny. If, wait, I'm not done. Sorry. <laughs> Podcast this etiquette, is, guys. This is nonsense. It'd be really funny for the baboon to stay in first the whole time because then everyone gets to look at its funny butt. True. That's pretty true. That's pretty true. I I mean. Yeah, I, I, do baboons count as monkeys or are they apes? What's the distinction again? Is it tails? Or No, baboons are monkeys. They're not apes. Baboons are monkeys. Monkeys are apes. whatever you want to be a monkey. So Fuck next was summer. Hold on, before we move on from spring, I just want to say We're this is pretty interesting. Monkeys. Shut the fuck up. This is pretty, this is pretty interesting. <laughs> I just came across this message. My original idea for... my I, I messaged a bunch of character ideas for my my characters like way before we did the seasons literally in january and we started in june uh i planned my winter character immediately and pretty much exactly the same didn't fight hadn't played god of war at the time so i didn't know that it was exactly the same as god <laughs> of war you can't judge me it's just a trope <laughs> and then uh i also had oliver planned he was more into bugs initially 
And then I also had an idea for a half-orc punk rock bard, which would have been so fucking rad. That sounds and awesome. That would have been so That's kind of fun. But I didn't do it. Isn't that heartbreaking? You still have time. The only other character I had but didn't play, because um, I entirely forgot about her, was uh, like a wizard or a sorcerer called Asher. And with either like really high wisdom and really low intelligence or really high intelligence and really low wisdom. I didn't, it, whatever one that would help my character, like actual stats. Um, because an Asher sentence is a sentence that sounds like it makes sense until you get to the end of it and you're like, that's, what the fuck did you just say? Um, oh, like, cool. more people have been to Russia than I have. <laughs> uh, that's the only other character idea I had. I have a new one though. I want to be Bogo Sort, which is <laughs> Charlie. Have you seen the um like fifteen sorting al- algorithms in like six minutes, and they all make good noises? Yeah, I've also yeah. studied computer science for like three uh, years, so I the I noise a lot of experience. There's there's the guy that does like sorting algorithms with sound or whatever. The noise that a bogo sword makes is constantly happening in my head all the time, <laughs> but I cannot verbalize it. So I want to be bogo sword, a silly little D&D character. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a character that's just a concept, <laughs> based on like an actual concept in the world. I can't think of any characters. That's it. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Damn, think... good work, bud. <laughs> I, we don't have Troy here, so there's not a lot to say about Summer. It was Summer was also, fun. Summer was Summer fun. Was Summer was fun. ridiculous. It was a weird time. It was... <laughs> I There was one moment of that I was so proud, because I'm usually not the most observant person, and I often miss things. But at one point, Elis said in character something about controlling us. And I was like, what? bitch and it was it just made me so happy that i finally wired into it because lucy had like knew this was happening for so long but finally having aurelia figure it out was really exciting (laughs) the look of fear in your eyes ruled do you guys have any other highlights from summer uh my highlight from summer was um it was probably the first time where i played a DD character that i started not liking and then actually had full character development that made me like the character and i feel like it's weird to play to role play a character with character development in mind because if you don't like them at the start you don't want to play them so you don't want them to you don't want to develop them but for Konsu, i kind of had to and it happened i think pretty well and naturally yeah yeah i think if it were like a non-recorded campaign you probably would have just been like hey can i do a different character yeah, there's something about, like, recording Season Quest is very different from just playing D&D. A, we play with a really small group, um, which I really mm. like, but we're also all so invested, and it's it's really collaborative. Like, because d and is like, you tell a story together, but when you're just playing D&D with, like, the guys, it's not the same as recording it for a show. Yeah. If we, like, for our personal campaign, I would never have messaged Charlie being like, hey, can we do this? Or, like, I've got this great idea for this thing. I would have just gone with the flow. Autumn. We didn't do a Autumn Q&A for really Autumn. Good. We recorded one, but we just never released it. Yeah. Not because it's shit, but just because I, it, the time passed. It is a little shit, because um, it's just us three. <laughs> but, yeah, well, um, it's the worst combination. <laughs> it's just us three, um, but also, I, um... I listened, I remember thinking afterwards, fuck, I sound pretentious during that. Like, I fucking wrote uh, the Mona Lisa. You um, wrote the Mona Lisa? <laughs> just wrote the title. I love Mona Autumn. Lisa. Autumn has so a couple I. of the best titles. I see no consequences in my future, and Consequences is an incredible back to back set of episode titles. <laughs> Beaten only by an episode of Heroes, which was. This was recorded before Wordle was bought by the New York Times. <laughs> Which is the a great... The best episode name we've ever fucking done, and we're never going to beat it. Yeah, I think that... Um, I think that Autumn was really fun to record. It was also... Because it was when we'd gotten into our stride as podcasters, and also, I love DMing. So it was two mm-hmm. great things for me. Uh, and I um, love fucking with you guys. 
Yeah. yeah. And Runra was a lot of fun because she was a character that I made like years ago and just never got to play. Mm. Yeah. Um, Bowtie Friday I came up with before Season Quest. <laughs> Bowtie, I was fucking. I was talking. <laughs> I was talking to my dad about. So he works at like a law firm. I was like, "Do you guys do casual Fridays?" Because I'm, I'm like, in my head, you all have to be like wearing suits all the time. And he's like, "No, we don't." But like one of the groups does Bowtie Fridays. And I was like, oh, that's a cowboy name. That's a cowboy name if I've ever heard it. <laughs> um, so and our characters in Autumn, two-thirds of them were pre-season quest built. Ve- yeah, very written forever and, ago. And one what of them... What was meant to be? And one of them was written the day before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving... Um, <laughs> we were driving back from Lucy's place after um, recording the finale of summer talking about our characters and Troy went, uh, Tom had an idea I could do for a character that we talked about. Maybe I'll do something like that. And then he shows up and gives me his character sheet and is like, this is how I'm going to play. And I'm like, okay, I can come up with something. So everything was super on the fly for Troy. And I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Especially since his, his whole thing with, um, death is sort of a central storyline. Spoilers. Yeah. Do you want to know something fun slash not so fun about, Ruan was um, Origins. Sure. Yeah. I came up with the idea of her right when I was starting my um, antidepressants <laughs> because I started getting emotions back. <laughs> oh my god. Fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a good character. Yeah. So, yeah, her whole thing was like she lived most of her life emotionless and then, like, threw out her adventure starting getting some and i was like yo this could be a fun D character when i was like actually starting to feel that she started getting some emotions Yikes. and she started getting some if you know what i'm saying hey from nail biter from nail biter from nail biter that was his name nail biter. great character autumn's also the season i realized i was really worried about like in general for dnd I, I was worried about being like too predictable and being like yeah this is what people would do and I, I realized, because I was talking to you guys about it, when Bowtie left to join the evil side, that just felt obvious to me. Mm. And I was, I remember talking to you guys about it, and I was like, yeah, I hope it wasn't like too predictable, because it was just this. And you guys were like, that's the most batshit thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, what do you mean that, that was like your like, thing? I was like, I mean, of course he would. Name one other thing he would do. Of course he just joined the evil side. And I, yeah, that was when I realized, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I might be a little bit odd. You're getting Just writer brain. Pardon? You're getting writer brain. You're thinking too much like a writer now. Am I? I don't well, want this. Just worrying what... about being predictable. Yeah. Oh, no, I've stopped doing that. So I've lost writer brain. Good. The best part about having writer, whoops. The best part about having writer brain is, um when you write something with your writer brain turned off and realize that it's better than anything you've ever written with writer brain turned on. And you're like, oh, writer brain bad. Writer brain not really writer brain. Writer brain just worry brain. Yeah, writer brain anxiety. Oh, I've got worry brain. Anxiety writer brain. <laughs> yeah, I, I think anything that Autumn was cool. Yeah. Anthology. Um, we'll just kind of go through these quick fire. Ooh, actually, no, I want to talk about R a lot, because I love R. This is like the Q&A for... Think think of this bit as the Q&A for Autumn, which we've already done. That was quick. Didn't take too long. <laughs> uh, any heavy questions about Autumn, tweet them at Season Quest, and I'll answer them. But you probably don't have any, right? It's like six years ago. Uh, <laughs> anthology, and then Heroes, it's also... We'll talk about that. So, let's go. Let's go. Charlie, who you start with R... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I made uh in like 2014, 2015, uh, because I really wanted to do something scary and just doing another D and D session. I was getting fucking tired of it because I'd been DMing a bunch, and I didn't want to do it because it didn't fit with the horror story that I wanted to tell. Because I was super into fucking skinwalkers at the time as was everyone in 2014 2015 and again recently it's come back um so i made a whole new system to be very very scary yeah um 
there's something really special about the first time you play R and you don't know what's going to happen. Kenny's Party is a really good first R. Because that was yeah, the only yeah. R originally. Yeah, yeah. It was the, um, the one that the system was built for. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the magic of R is... Uh, even even knowing that it's going to be scary, you still don't know what you're going to get. So it's really fun yeah. to build a story around some fun th- horror idea you have and figuring out how um, how that's going to fit into the R system. Which is why we want to release R... Well, I, I, I want to... I'm forcing Charlie by writing it for him and then having him rewrite it. Uh, <laughs> I want to I release it on DriveThruRPG... And stuff like I've been that, trying so to that force Charlie to release R for years. Because I think at this point, R is a pretty clean system. It's already rules light. There's a couple things that we're still tweaking, but for the most part, it's like ready to go. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm really uh, distractible, lazy, and third thing, stinky, stinky. I every time like before we play R the day of, I am like a bundle of wound up energy of like excitement and nerves i get so scared when we play r like genuinely (laughs) at the first time we ever played i was also like very anxious generally Mm. so i tally was like playing scary music i had to put my headphones on because i was like this sucks (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like listening to music while we played one of the important things i i really like to do in my r games is soundtrack and sound effects which Mm. we couldn't do while we're recording but i did sort of post fixed it in post for our released session which Um, i think works because it was such a small group so heavily paying attention we still had the fear you've seen the fucking photo of me (laughs) i that's how i feel every single r i'd love to really quickly talk about how um the the types of I mean, this is this is the R section where we talk about Charlie's system. I want to mm. quickly talk about some of the R games we've played off podcast, if that's okay. Can we do that? Is yes. that allowed? Charlie, you did Kenny's Party, which was the first one, and we talked yep. about that just briefly. Do you want to yep. kind of explain more about the sort of stuff we did for Kenny's Party? Yeah, the basic gist of it is there's this kid, Kenny. He's, like, sort of the kid that everybody likes. He's not, like like the cool kid of of the school he's more just like the chill guy that nobody um has a problem with and he invites a bunch of his friends to a sort of campsite deep in the woods and like on your way you see a few suspect things uh specifically one of my favorite moments to do is as you're driving along the empty road one of you will catch out of the corner of your eye a wolf or some sort of coyote thing keeping speed with the car and then disappearing into the forest the moment you turn to lock eyes with it that sort of thing and as you all get sort of involved with the party there's this air of something wrong and Kenny reveals that he found something in the woods it's like a effigy and he brought it down to scare you guys with It's it looks like a sort of half-human, half-animal fur scarecrow-looking thing. And he he tries to scare you all with it. And then it turns out it is like a sort of shrine to a skinwalker-type monster that Kenny accidentally released when he took it out of the stone circle. And the goal of the session is to return it to the stone circle before each of you are picked off and replaced by the skinwalker. When you're picked mm-hmm. off and replaced by the Skinwalker, you have to play for the bad team. Yeah, you get given a note that says you are bad, basically. Yeah. I think the most fun part about doing Kenny's party was we knew it was going to be scary, kind of, because it was on Halloween. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know how it was going to be scary, and the way that it ended up happening was super effective. So I was the last person standing... And the point where I realized that there was a bad team was like halfway, like halfway through people getting turned, and I didn't know who was left. <laughs> I, for all I knew, I was the only person left. Yeah, there was a point right at the end yeah. where I approached Lucy, and we, uh, and we, we, me and Lucy have a theme with our R's, 
where this every was single the beginning time, of it all. Yeah, of every course. single time we play R, we're related. We're brother and sister yeah. or brother and brother. You know, we're siblings. Yeah, yeah. And I, I walked up to Lucy and I was like, sort of just kind of being like, oh, wow, yeah. Um, I mean, we did it, right? And da 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 Because uh, it was supposed to be returned... I forgot about this. Everything it was, went wrong. <laughs> it was supposed to be returned to the stone circle, but one of the people who was playing with us misunderstood that, thought that that was the bad thing, and so she killed uh, the guy <laughs> who was returning it to the stone circle with a gun, um, <laughs> which meant that there was no way that it could be returned because now we'd essentially won, and all that was left was Lucy's character. And by the end of an R, you always get a little bit of plot armor where you're not immediately turned for whatever the like, the um, the reason is. Yeah. And mm. in this case, uh, we all were skinwalkers except for Lucy. And I, I think I had like a five minute head start, and that was it. Yeah, and so you get in that the van and drive away. And we got to have a cool, a cool scene of me being creepy, which is always my favorite thing to do because I, mm-hmm. I have a knack for being a creepy little guy. <laughs> I've got this smile that I can do um, where I just look like I'm going to be a serial killer for the next three years. <laughs> well, the next was 100 Room Hotel. Mm. Yeah. That so, was during uh, lockdown. Yeah. 100 Room Hotel was... Um, something that was inspired by sort of hotel california the song it a lot of them begin with a similar premise where uh, one of your friends invites you to hang out in this creepy place in this instance um i forget the character's name but his uncle basically said hey can you look after my hotel while i'm away and while there's no patrons basically just like keep it running and make sure nothing blows up he invites you all to the 100-room hotel, which, surprisingly, has 100 rooms. Yeah. And the the horror aspect of it is it was built on sort of sacred ground with sacred trees, which are angry and now are finally sort of fighting back. And each room has its own little horror theme that you go through. And we became I think ghosts. The, yeah, there were. You became ghosts of the of the forest kind of thing. I, I think the way to end it was to plant a seed in the last room. Yeah, you had correctly. to you had to plant a seed in either room one hundred or the lounge. I don't remember which. Yeah, and about midway through, we got a magnifying glass that told us whether or not we were dead. My character died from smoking oh, yeah. weed uh, about twenty minutes in. Before anything scary had happened, everyone was passing a blunt around, my nerdy little guy took a hit, and Charlie decided that that would kill me. That was Still mad about it. Still mad about Um, it. Charlie did something really fun though with this, which was you had invisible ink. Oh, yeah. And so often the notes are written just in pen or pencil on paper. You wrote some of them in invisible ink. Yeah. And so you had ones that said you are dead and you are not dead. Hmm. You had to um, scan over them with the invisible ink yeah. once we got that special magnifying glass that told you whether or not you were dead. That's yeah, right. So yeah. I, or mirror piece I remember or you gave me a, a bit of paper and it was blank and I just assumed it was blank and you had your own special meaning. I didn't think invisible ink because fucking of course I didn't. I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm not a like kid spy from 2002. <laughs> and I think I wrote on it something along the lines of don't hurt me. <laughs> And then I scanned it with it. It just said, don't hurt me in pencil. And then just with the invisible ink, it just said, you are dead and caps behind <laughs> it. It was really scary looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the one of my favorite things and one of the most important aspects of awe is the notes and the sort of feeling that they can instill in people because awe is about mistrust. Um, basically, uh, I want to set the feeling in early that I don't know if I can trust the people I'm with. I don't know if I can trust uh, the notes that are happening across. I don't know what they mean. Like some of the notes will say things like point at a player of your choosing. And it may or may not have meaning. But the mm. the main goal of that is to make people already on edge. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the best part about R is because no one else can see the notes. No one else knows what the like what the rules are really mm. for how. So when you're the first person to get a note, or even like when you're the second person to get a note, once you get a note, you're like, oh shit, and then no one else knows what's going on. So you're like, this the, is the game. Yeah. So with the first one, like there was kind of this like point where you sort of started to understand. Oh, if you're alone with someone that's when you get handed a note but also like you can't exactly just avoid being alone with someone if 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 you go somewhere you have to do something like in in the in kenny's party i had to call my parents because i had the strict parents disadvantage Mm. i had to call my parents at any given opportunity and we find this cabin with a phone so i i go in there alone but one of the other Someone players follows, follows me in. in and i can't do anything about that because my character doesn't know this only i know this the player i think r is the perfect uh game to play when you want to like you just want to role play and you want to and metagaming mm. is like almost entirely off the table unless you're charlie yeah. in which case you will struggle really hard to not metagame <laughs> you'll do you'll um. do your best and then the moment you get handed the <laughs> note was... you're like okay i'm in character that's fine i'm in character but there's this is bullshit. A great <laughs> moment from Tom's second R that he ran, where I was a bad guy desperately trying to kill Charlie, and you were just ignoring me. And then at one point, I went, "But this," and you just paused, and you, you so earnestly went, "Just you bitch," <laughs> and I and I got you. It was great. Yep. yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> So We're the gonna... next R we ever played was Tom's. Yeah, and we one. could skip it. It wasn't that good. It was based in the 1950s, it was, which was unique. It was good. It was just too dense. I think which... I think the era was fun, and I think the them being college students was fun because that was a twist because it's yeah. all about high school students normally. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. The the actual like thing was I kind of thought that this would be my only R that I'd ever run because I kind of didn't realize that R would become a regular thing that we would do a lot. So I pushed yeah. in about a three different horror ideas that I had, <laughs> including uh, the town being haunted by Civil War people, the town being a cult, and also uh, there being a cryptid in the town, which was the Loveland Frogman. Mm-hmm. So... I think that one's kind of not that good because I definitely could have just done three R's or two, even two R's because two of them were very similar. Mm. But yeah, uh, that's all I have to say about that one. I don't remember it. It that was well. still good. The only yeah. the only bit that annoyed me is you gave the last player so much plot armor, and I was like, "But I shot him." <laughs> <laughs> that was the only bit that annoyed. Me. I was like, "I shot him and I hit him with a car." I don't know what else I can. Do. yeah um it's, um, it's a balance you have to sort fun. of work out with r is how it much... was still really fun because it sucks when one player when everyone loses that sucks for like the but uh also it doesn't really suck for everyone who's already lost so it's yeah. it's a it's a balance that you have to play with and that was yeah. just before i understood the balance uh um, i think in in what i would have done if i did it now i, I would have just had some scary stuff happen um <laughs> and it would have been fine it's that was the quickest succession we've ever played r in because it was one lockdown that was like five weeks because um charlie was working at alert level three for us mm. um so it was like five weeks of all of us doing stuff together all the time so i think we played two r's in the space of two weeks and we played board games and D and D and watched movies like every single night. It was exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I I ran my favorite D and D campaign I've ever run, or my favorite D and D like little one shot one, yeah, which was really fun. And I wanted to do that for Season Quest. That was going to be my autumn was going to be based in Underin, but then I decided that that would be too much homebrew for our stupid players to under uh, stupid listeners to understand, and players our players are dumb. <laughs> Charlie, I just, I just remember, we both had fantastic names for that one because I was a bunny called Canned Peaches, yeah. and you were Dense. I was <laughs> Dense Rock, and I played a character named Dense. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I was a stone golem named named Dense, but he was actually very smart. 
I love how sidetracked we're getting so easily. It's yeah. great. Uh, not we're not even talking about season, season quest anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, we can we can rush through the rest of the fun R's we did because we don't have to get into huge detail about all of them. We did one at uh, we did Charlie ran one, which was uh, Timmy had a timeshare. That one's really good. That's yep, going to that be sort of in the example down, document, down to Georgia kind of thing. Yeah. That was a manic time because there was 10 of us. <laughs> yeah, and we all got really drunk and we ruined yeah. the scary part of the game pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> then I did one called Land of Oz, which was really fun. It was about an abandoned theme okay. park and Wizard of Oz, and that was uh, that was really fun. And I got to play a lot of um, good songs, like Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Uh, and then Cyan was she won that R and then decided that she didn't want to win it, so she went back <laughs> and was lost, so which funny. I think was really funny. That ruled. Then Carl Cthulhu was, was that next? Yeah, Carl Cthulhu was next, which you listened to. Back to season quest. Great, and then great I ran one. Episodes. And then I ran one, which is also going to be in the document that we're definitely yeah. Don't don't, release, don't sure, talk about sure. it because it's such. It was a good idea, so I don't want to talk about it at all. And um, then but then Cyan ran one that ruled. Yes, that, this guys, was the best time ever. You guys invited me for board games night. Uh, and I, I show up, and we just hang out for a bit. We play some fucking fighting games on the Switch, and then someone was like, let's let's set up the table for board games. We came here for board games, let's play. And I sat down on the couch, table's getting set up, and then Cyan starts handing me pieces of paper, and I'm just, like, taking them and not looking at them, because I'm just like, okay, it's paper. Uh, I thought she was, like, moving it off the printer to make space or something. And then everyone was looking at me, and I was like, the hell is going on? So I looked down at the papers, and it was one of the most pleasant surprises I've ever gotten. It was It, it was, was so fun. so good. And so Cyan ran an R. Um, I, well, I didn't co-run it, but I was, like, almost like an NPC, because mm. me and Cyan came up with a lot of, like, she had the base idea, but we spent a lot of the time coming up with, like, plot points and notes and stuff together. Um, but nobody knew that. <laughs> so, uh, I think Tom vaguely knew it because him and Cyan had already been talking about it. Um, uh, but none of the other players knew that. I, I knew it because Cyan, Cyan started planning it, we went for a drive, and she immediately spilled the beans. <laughs> so it was going to be a surprise for Charlie and Tom, but Cyan gave up on that, which is fine. Um, but... So I had notes as well. Like I had, I had notes hidden on me, hidden on me that I could start passing out. Kind of from the second half onwards, there was a great moment where I passed Charlie a note, and you look at me and you go, "What?" And I was like, "It's a note." And you're like, "Are you giving me this note?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it so it was so much fun. <laughs> um, okay. That was a really really good time. That was cool. Uh, I think that's. Uh, a good That's amount R. of section for R. Uh, we talked about <laughs> R for yeah. a, a little bit, and more time than we talked about season quest. Yeah. Uh, but also, super fun system. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, on, Before we move on, just one little teaser. Um, I know you're planning one, Tom, but I've also started planning one. Working title: A Night in Nevada. Cool. My one is I don't have a title for it really. It's just going to be called. I think it's. I think I'm just going to call it Summer Camp. And then whatever the summer camp's name is, which I can't remember because it's not English. Um, it's a it's a Navajo word. I know it's really exciting that you're like gonna come down and see us at some point, Charlie. And I'm so excited for that. But I'm also really excited for like ah. <laughs> I think it's so funny that Char- I mean Charlie knows this and he's heartbroken about it because we talked about it when we were playing Geogesa. The only reason that anyone wants Charlie to come back to Wellington is so that we can play tabletop games with him. We don't actually. That's not the only friend. reason. We're also friends. We hate the guy. He fucking sucks. Um... That's not true. <laughs> he fucking sucks, but I don't hate him. Mm. Um. <laughs> hey, what was next in the anthology? Next up was court case. Court case. It was... With special guest. With Jackson special Bailey. Guest. Jackson was really like nice. This. He was so nice. He no, so I didn't like cool. it. Tom wasn't a huge fan of it because he was just like, I don't know how to make courtroom good. Well, so we threw okay. around the idea and then Can we I... invited him. And you got, so you got really nervous about it. I'm just I'm going to break down what happened. We were talking about anthology. I went, it would be so fun to do a court case thing on D&D. And Lucy went, it would be super fun. And then she messaged Jackson, Jackson Bailey saying, hey, man... Uh, we're going to do this court case thing. Do you want to be in that? 
And I went, oh shit, this is real now, and now I have to do it, because he said he would immediately. Tom agreed to it. I agreed to it. I just was like, it, it was Before at the point I where it's- Jackson. It's kind of like, you know, um, you know when, like, you say something- uh as a joke and then someone thinks that it's real so you feel bad about sort of like you know you don't want to seem like you were lying that's that's what <laughs> happened here <laughs> okay see, <laughs> this isn't fair because because tom said this idea and i went oh that'd be really cool i would also love to have a guest for it i think this person would be like really ideal for it we want to do court and you were like yeah so you can't say it like i should have known <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm not saying that you should have known. I'm just saying I definitely had no um, idea what I was doing and uh I was... think it turned out good. Yeah, it, it was it was fun. Um not my best work. <laughs> I think it's good. I I had so much fun doing it. It was really fun to um record with Jackson. It was all like through and through just such a good time. Like a like straight up a dream come true because I really I really love making a podcast. And yeah. I've listened to Sandspans Radio forever, so it was just, like, the best time. Yeah, he, he was really nice to us. He also was really good to me, because he made sure to, like, tell me his character and stuff like that, and he, he was he was like, can we do, He's like, a... professional. A, should we do a Discord chat beforehand so that you can get used to who I am and stuff like that, which was really chill, because he didn't have to do that, he didn't have to take time out of his day. I think that... He was that... so funny as well. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really fun. So that's Court. Uh, oh, uh, anyone have any questions for court? I don't have questions, but I have... I just want to talk a little bit about the initial bit of, like, getting Jackson to do the the podcast. I was really, really nervous to message him. I was, like, I was like couldn't bring myself to do it nervous. And then he tweeted, kind of as a joke, kind of for real, if you ever want me to be on your podcast, I'll be <laughs> in your podcast. I'll be on any podcast. I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, well, this is a sign. <laughs> so I messaged him, like, immediately. And then when we were talking, like, on the day of recording, he was like, yeah, I kind of regret making that tweet. Like, this is, like, I, I'm looking forward to this because it's a really fun concept, but I'm going to be on so many podcasts, and it's going to be good, but I'm just so busy. <laughs> yeah. So him, him and I have I felt... been playing, uh, we've got a Minecraft server that we play, and we, um... <laughs> Which you still haven't let me in yet. Yeah, so I've, it's I've... actually just for us, and that's that's kind of the whole thing is that we build that. Well, yeah, it's basically I went up to the sign up. I went up to the sign up page, and I saw so many people have been approved. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. famous people. No one in New Zealand's allowed to play. Bartom. We've actually we've got Steven Spielberg in there. He's great. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that rules. Um, what was next for anthology? It was Crown. Which was just like this, without Troy. Yeah. I um, loved Crown. We've got a bit of a pattern going on here. I know, right? This is like so, the third time in this episode that we're recording right now that we've mentioned that Troy couldn't make it. Well, it's because Troy sometimes can't make it. Crown was an idea I came up with forever ago. It's a lot like Half a Spring. I came up with it by listening to a different podcast. Um, and so the podcast? The Id- Give it a plug. So, okay, for... <laughs> Both the Sans Pants Radio ones. Don't come for me. <laughs> um, for spring, it was for uh, Jackson Bailey's Books America about the Voynich Manuscript, which is the book you guys were trying to look for. Mm. And then um, this was, I think it was a Hey D&D, It's Me, Adam episode. Um, with just, like, talking about... just I don't remember which episode or what they were talking about in particular, but just the idea of a person being an object. Um, just because I deeply, to my core love objectifying charlie <laughs> <laughs> so um and i was of course i would have loved troy to be there i was a little worried about what i would have troy do um my idea was a sword mm. but it was yeah i didn't i wasn't quite sure for that um so yeah i was two was people for this was scepter good. also the other option yeah sword or scepter something like that uh Se- yeah scepter was so he could like cast spells and stuff yeah but yeah, two people worked for this. It was very chaotic. It was fun. You guys both hated each other <laughs> and loved each other, but you were both so scared of each other. I loved playing my very character odd. who had no idea what was going on at all, at all times. And I, was... I loved being an evil bastard again. You've got a um, stereotype. Mm. 
one of my favorite things was it was the first time I ever played a paladin, and I didn't real I thought paladins were lame before then, but then I played it, and I was like, wow, this is really fun. Yeah. So paladins are <laughs> fucking cooked. We also before that recorded a heist, but um, that one got fucked. Rest in peace. I... It was a beautiful fucking heist. It was very fun. I don't know if I liked the entire. This is an ongoing thing. Deems being worried about the thing they've deemed not being good. <laughs> um. We had one of the funniest conversations, though. It yeah. was... <laughs> and it's gone, and it's so sad. Because it it's is probably like, the funniest un- season quest has ever been. It's... Uh, have we talked about it before, like, in detail? I we, think we I talked think... about it on the Autumn Recap, which I haven't released, so uh, you guys can talk about it now. So It's, we were it's not that about... funny in retrospect, though, right? So yeah. it's... No, it was just funny we in the about... moment vampires heisting a blood bank at first right mm. that was the sort of start of it yeah and then we sort of moved on to the topic as we often do to um come <laughs> which and we started listeners talking about might not know banks. because i don't know if listeners are aware of this but i edit so much fucking come out of this show <laughs> <laughs> I, it's my it's my number one job <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was a we were robbing a sperm bank was the joke, not in the heist, but as part of the conversation. Then uh, we talked about the Jerker, yeah, who was because, the like, Jerker. The, the Joker's one of the Joker's origins is falling into a vat of acid <laughs> during a, a crime in an, in a chemical warehouse, and this villain's origin was he was heisting a sperm bank and fell into the vat of cum, which is. <laughs> what they keep at sperm banks, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he they keep it all in jerker. one big bucket. <laughs> he becomes the jerker. It's one of the funniest things ever. It was an unhinged episode, but it was very funny. I really wanted to have the jerker make an appearance in Heroes, but um, we either would have had to have Mackay come on and guest, season guest, and we never really talked about season guesting for Heroes, and I sort of just forgot, or I, I would have just had to put in an unexplained... Um, come man just as yeah. a villain and Lucy wouldn't have let me do that I don't think no I wouldn't have I think um, I think the jerker yeah. is something that is perfect as something that's lost to time for our <laughs> for our ears only uh, Troy just woke Next up was poke boys oh that's uh, exciting just by the way so oh he great might join timing for him to jump in well there's only a couple more things to talk about yeah one of them is poke boys which will wait a second for Troy um but the thing is we've all written our own ttrpgs at this point yeah charlie wrote r forever ago that just keeps getting um improved upon tom thought, wrote one sorry, called gore i thought you said that i wrote r. I, yeah, I thought you were saying i, I wrote too. r I was like, lucy lucy, lucy nope. like i wrote r really proud of it um <laughs> wish charlie would do some fucking work sometime yeah bastard tom wrote gore mm. which we haven't really talked about much yeah, but I'll, I'll probably quest. run a season quest for it at some point. But it's like a <laughs> cool, like, Akira-inspired Lord of the Flies, you know, Apocalyptic TTRPG use... where you use playing cards. Yeah. Um, Troy, obviously, him and Ryan wrote uh, the Pope Boys RP. Um, and I wrote one, uh, <laughs> which I've got a fucking thing to say about this as well. I wrote one called Lucy's Law, based on a tweet about how I should just run campaigns, but it's you no one gets stats, it's just if I like your ideas or not. Uh um and I actually wrote it up and it's like a page and a half and I I didn't put like a ton of time into it, but I like I had the ideas already and I was like trying to be really careful with my spelling and grammar, which I find quite difficult and like I was trying to like actually write my ideas down properly. We so like it's readable it, right? and stuff. No we no. haven't. Okay, because um, I was about to say I have no memory of this. That's fine. And I I sent it to the boys to all have a read over, and I know Tom's the only one that read it. Um, and I was Charlie doesn't read to anything you send him. I sent him a script and R recently, and he hasn't oh, read either. Shit. I'll read it today when you're working. Um, and I sent it, I, and Tom reads it. And I was like, Tom, I sent you the like Lucy's Law thing. What do you think? And the very first thing he says to me is, Spelling and grammar could use some work. <laughs> it it could have. It could have. 
but it's, it's yeah it but that's it's not fun. the point <laughs> well i couldn't think of anything to say it's very rules light and it seems fun it's and i want to play it incredibly rules light it's there's two mechanics there's no dice <laughs> there's no there's there's no there is there's dice, dice. everyone dice. has a d20 there's dice uh you get five things in your inventory they can be whatever you want instead of stats you just tell me what you want to do and how you're going to do it and i'll tell you to plus or minus to your score depending on the if I think it's good or shit. Um, and of course, it's got my only other mechanic I like, which is a timer. You have 60 minutes or whatever to solve your problem. Mm. And that's it. That's the entire game. So oh, yeah. these these will all be on... Me and Lucy will do these at some point on season we're gonna first. We're going to write all of them out. Maybe the next anthology if we do one of those again. We'll see. I would be keen to. I don't want to DM anthology. another big campaign anymore. Yeah. I'm too... I'm too busy i'm not even that busy i just find writing really difficult i love dming um i'm happy to do another one me too um let's talk so about we'll haunts s- oh yeah we had haunts. speaking of lucy dming I-, I gave myself so much anxiety over this <laughs> i was very happy with the concept though because it's based on one of my favorite board games ever betrayal at the house on the hill um mm. and it was so in crown there's one bit where Charlie gets warped to another dimension and I make it like a prison dimension and like I give it a lot of story for something mm-hmm. that happened randomly because of wild magic. So I was very proud of myself for that because I'm like, I thought of something on the fly. I'm very bad at that for DMing. And then in Haunt, you guys get in the coffin and it's the best coming up with something on the spot I've ever done, which was you guys <laughs> having a mirror world. Which I was so excited you guys were calling it the mirror world because that's the card it was based off on Betrayal in the House on the Hill, the mirror. <laughs> the mirror dimension. So that was just a weird coincidence. Um, I think Haunt what has my least favourite character I've ever played in Tetzel. <laughs> uh, he fucking sucks. Um, Blood Hunters aren't that fun. Sorry, Matt Mercer. Uh, <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> and also, I mean, it was cool to be a Lycan, but like that was kind of like it. And then... The whole thing of him being, like, an edgy monster hunter was, like, a fun gag for, like, maybe an episode, and then it was just insufferable for the rest of it for me. And me and Charlie talked a lot about how we can make Tetzel and Zink uh, have cool character arcs and then yeah. couldn't do them, because we're idiots. Yeah. I had so much fun with Zink Doctor Menace 2, Raptor's Revenge, the soccer-playing half-orc. It was a great character for me. Zink, Zink um, is a really fun character. Um, mm. And I, I think, also, I just want to say it, monks are fun. People yeah. talk about how monks are, like, the worst class. Chill. They're fun. It's <laughs> fucking sweet. And You punch um, a bunch in a turn. It's awesome. It's very fun. It doesn't need to be overpowered, guys. It's just a fun little guy. Yeah, and basing it off of, like, the Shaolin soccer was fucking fun, too. And a drunken monk. Uh, and a drunken monk. Yeah, the two... The two um, Two the of my two favorite genders. kung fu movies. <laughs> the two genders, Shaolin Shocker and Drunken Monk. <laughs> Shaolin Shocker. Um, um, and then we did Heroes. Which yeah. was long. I which, which yeah, was... I got blindsided so by that. So basically, we, we started Heroes. Stop saying this good... like I'm a bad producer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm about to... It's, it's going to be praise. Lucy, I'm, you're I'm not a bad producer, you're just a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I, not better i had a very basic sort of 12 episode plan and i you know we got started we recorded the first episode and a bit of episode two and then lucy messages me and says hey i've been thinking about doing one of our season quest uh seasons like extra long like 24 episodes and i think heroes is a really good chance to do that are you keen? And my immediate thought was, fuck no, I don't want to do that at all. And then I sat on it for like another minute or two and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, actually, because I've got a lot more heroes to run, a lot more villains to run, and we can do like side silly shit too. Yeah. So I was like, fucking great idea, let's do this. I thought about it quite a bit before I messaged you because I knew it was like a lot to put on you. Especially with, like, we'd already done the first session, so you couldn't yeah. change that or anything. Yeah. Um, 
but we everyone had so much fun and I know how much you love superheroes and you'd already told me that a lot of this is stuff you'd come up with forever ago. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you've come up with so much of this forever ago, you can think of more now. Like, I, <laughs> like I was aware about how passionate you were about this. Um, I was really worried you'd say no because I was like, well, if, if we don't do it for heroes, we're not going to do it. Mm. Yeah. I was like, there's not going to be another season where I think we'll be as applicable because we can't do it for puppets because a... Um, it's like a mystery you don't want to like long it drag it out like that'll be boring um and i don't think troy would want the pressure to do a double season yeah because like it's a lot and yeah Um, the thing with like a sort of superhero story is it can have mystery in it mine did but the the fun of it also is it's not a mystery that the players have to necessarily solve themselves Mm. because a lot of the times the villains will just spurt it out yeah i i i love masks as a system i've always been a huge superhero fan so i was super excited to play a superhero and i ended up having two ideas so charlie let me play two characters when we extended (laughs) the season fissure is like i think probably my favorite character i've ever played he's i really love his character development and i also love his powers and i also love his Mm. voice is really fun to do Mm. fissure's really really good and then uh cobalt copper is also really fun to play because he was uh essentially like it's so fun to be the alien Mm. and just Mm. be confused by everything and also (laughs) the powers were insanely good like he was the strongest thing i've ever played definitely op (laughs) and that and that was really fun i think that heroes was like so fun as a player so funny as a podcast and i'm glad it was six months because if it was less that would be stink (laughs) yeah um i was i love playing gracie so much i i was kind of thinking about it more i was like what does gracie remind me of as i feel like she's like the superhero i would have wanted to be when i was a kid like if i was a kid and i could pick which superhero i'd be it would be her because i I just really like gracie's character and stuff and like there's there's parts about her that remind me of me like very on edge about stuff (laughs) like the big one and the want to be leadery um but I also, but like coming up with the character, I was I had such a hard time thinking of a character for this, because it's I, you can kind of look through the rules and stuff and be like, oh, which like, which playbook sounds fun? But it isn't the same as D and D because in D and D we've played it a bunch, and like I know all the character, the playbooks and stuff. Like I know all the um, classes, classes and stuff. So picking a playbook for this was a lot harder. So I wanted to have a character first. And yeah. I cannot believe how word vomity I get. I sent Charlie like nine messages in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah. I'm I'm so inarticulate. I want to be themed around a magic eight ball. Can I? For marks. I want a magic eight ball that I can consult. That's usually right. <laughs> That's four separate messages. Yeah, then I was just kind of like, all right, I think I can. Yeah, what about this? You're like, yeah, what? <laughs> I get. I, like, cut off a message halfway through at one uh, You're like, yeah, that sounds good. Are you, like, non-powered without the ball? And I'm like, I don't know yet. It'd be funny if that was th- my only thing and I just had a gun. Maybe it'd be more interesting if there was, like, I was a superhero and there was a story to it. Oh, oh, oh! Maybe it was a psychic that sounded really smart and then they died and I got to put them in a magic game ball. <laughs> like, I interrupt myself typing. Yeah. Uh, and um, the cool thing about Mass 2 is, like, with that playbook stuff, not knowing which one to pick... I think part of that is because they leave so much up to you with how you decide yeah. to play that character. Like, the playbooks are very generalized so that you can sort of almost fit in... You can be anything. Like, any character concept. Yeah. Let's play a uh, game real quick. Yeah. Which which superheroes do you think I made when I was a kid, and which ones do you think I made specifically for Season Quest? Okay. Uh, I think I know... All of the six, you were a kid true except for ice kate she was just sort of slapped on yeah Uh, um i think dr density when you were a kid was mm -hmm. also a man and you made it a woman the older (laughs) you got because you realized (laughs) that woman existed so that's true uh, um i think that um star jockey is recent yeah he's new yep yeah because you probably didn't like iron man when you were young because who did trick shots Um, obviously no yeah. Wade's obviously no. Yeah. 
Um, but Hallow, I think, relatively old. Well, but him being Hallow evil was, is no. Yeah, Hallow was sort of different because he wasn't as sort of like he was space themed, but he wasn't as space cop themed until Tom messaged me something along the lines of, "Do you have like a sort of Green Lantern equivalent?" And I was like, "I could put Hallow in that." Yeah, I don't even remember why I did that. Yeah, I don't remember either. But you you did that. <laughs> I missed I missed you a times. lot of questions about superheroes. Yeah, because I I, them... I I came up with my character because I asked you who everyone in the six was, and then decided yeah. which freak I would be based on them. And Rift was the one I decided. The other one I think was maybe I was thinking of Doctor Density, maybe, and then I was going to be mm. like very heavy all the time. But I think mm. that I think that fissure is a way better character yeah definitely yeah i just want to say Who else? Mm? uh oh, unless we want to is the game still going i'm guessing which superheroes you made as a kid uh there's there's three more definites um that you made just tell us. i'll just i'll just reveal it it was patient hero um the answer and memory bank they're both mm. from when you were a kid uh more when i was like a teen those ones mm. When I started like writing some Earthpoint stuff that never when you started saw playing the light. Resident Evil, <laughs> it's really funny because one of my characters that I because I, I fucking I'm a, I'm an idiot and I can't stop thinking of characters once I start trying them trying to think of them, uh, and one of the characters that I wanted to play was a Resident Evil inspired guy who got experimented on and got like this sort of zombie sickness that made him like resident evil where he can like sort of do like a bunch of body horror stuff yeah and then i told charlie that and the next episode patient hero showed up <laughs> and i think that's really funny but i I, d I knew that charlie hadn't stolen my idea because he'd messaged me saying something on the lines of like mm, i don't know if that would work and i went oh okay something's something's happening i see I, I i remember like one of my memories was in in high school i i drew um, like a, a mini comic about Patient Hero, um, and I, I based his look off of um, Peter Capaldi, the one of the doctors, the like yeah, yeah, yeah. most one of the most recent doctors, the old uh, one. except he had like a big old scarf and he looked really sick. I never really got to explore his his powers more so in Season Quest, but that was because he was old news and it was more about you guys. He's gross now. Yeah, I had a really good idea for maybe if we did another anthology i would do this but i don't want to oversaturate heroes and do a bunch of hero stuff all the time but i did have a really fun idea where it's heroes but it's 90s grunge aesthetic like 90s <laughs> comics i had a really good idea for a hero for that called locksmith and his power is that he can summon chains and locks from a different dimension <laughs> and uses them to beat up villains and trap them and stuff and i think that's such a like that's such a 90s that's idea so for 90s. a character i mean yeah. if you remember when i did cyberpunk i literally specified culture stopped in the 90s so it's all very 90s grunge everyone yeah. uses chain whips and stuff like that that's the sort of thing that i i think i love that aesthetic i think it's so fun and just yeah. like dope <laughs> so that that would be another hero that i'd think about playing but i probably wouldn't play that for a long-running thing because he's kind of just like a again an edgy character and edgy characters aren't super fun to play for me um i think that might be it i think that might be the whole yeah. recap team um, does anyone have Tr any other highlights they want to bring up any other moments where you're like this is good i love the season quest rap mm. stand by that <laughs> that was the best thing to come out of this godforsaken podcast i started <laughs> a little bit um like looking for backtracks and writing down a few rhymes for a hero's rap um but that was on my old phone and then that's so tragic still waiting charlie on your every single NPC character in season quiz rap <laughs> yeah, yeah like um, which it, the list is getting longer and longer especially <laughs> after heroes i should do that sooner rather than later I think, yeah. I think you shouldn't do it. It's going to be I think you shouldn't do it. I think it's too much at this point. You'll you'll break your brain. I could just do the first four seasons. Yeah. You could try. Four seasons. We ain't in a hotel. Four reasons to subscribe and hit that motherfucking Shut bell. Shut up. I also um, want to say I... really quickly. I was asked by someone recently, what 
uh, one of my friends was like, I need to start Season Quest because I he he like started listening to Winter and then stopped because he kind of ran out of time. And he's a really good friend of mine, and he was like, I I wish I could like just like skip the ones that aren't I, like I wish I could just skip everyone that um and just watch like a random season. I went, oh, that's the whole point. You can just watch or listen to a random season. So if you want, yeah. I, so I recommended him Heroes and Autumn because I did Autumn and Heroes is superheroes and he likes superheroes. Um, I just think it's so funny that people don't get our main concept. <laughs> Which we yeah. specify uh, every time we start a new season. Um, yeah. Specifically, Lucy tweets out or, or puts it out that, like, hey, if you've never listened to Season Quest before, it's okay. These aren't connected. Yeah. Overall, I've had a very good time. <laughs> and we're going to continue okay. to have a very good time until I am too busy to do this. We just like um, playing games. We, we really like playing games. I really like editing. Um, I'm glad I have enough time to do this. <laughs> you guys are my friends. Um, no. And Troy, even if he's not here. And Troy. And Troy, even if he's still yeah. not here. Where Where is he? Wasn't he going to hop on and say something about Poke Boys? Yeah, well... Well, he hasn't, so... Poke Boys was really fun. Um... I don't know what Pokemon is. Uh, I also <laughs> want to say, I don't know if you're listening, Sam, but I really appreciate all the fan art that you do for us. It's really cool. Dude, yes. fuck yeah. Um, uh, also, same every for every other I'm person who so just tweets at us smiley. and says that they like the show or messages us and says stuff nice. That's awesome. It means a lot. And I think it's really cool. Shout out to the Fate of Eyes and Discord, which they added me in. <laughs> uh, any Anyone that knows how to make puppets feel free to make my puppets <laughs> that's a uh, big ask i was gonna do it ask. but i'm lazy you know what we forgot to ah, talk about oh. battle royale that was fun oh yeah. yeah that was fun that was fun that was scary i made miniatures i don't want to talk about it it made me sad <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was fun anyways charlie um, did the most charlie thing he's ever done in his life in that episode what charlie we get to this plane and charlie as elis is like Welcome to hell, bitch. <laughs> this is my plane. I was very impressed with that. Anywho, um, thank you for listening. You can find us at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for Did listening. You, you can say, find Tom? us at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sorry, this episode wasn't really structured. Or it anything, never is. But uh, yeah, keep listening. There's fun stuff coming. Yeah, you can think of this as just us being friends, and this is how we talk when we're friends. We talk to an audience at all times. When we talk in real life, we we are like, okay, we have to stay on topic, and then that next topic we'll get to soon, but let's return to this. I swear to God, can we stop recording? Yep. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> wow, was that not the best two-year anniversary of Season Quest recording you've ever heard? I'm Troy J. Malcolm, and it was a pleasure not being here. I slept through it, but I'm glad you got to listen to my friends Tom, Lucy, and Charlie. You can follow us at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can check us out on the Split Television Productions YouTube channel. Join us for more Season Quest next week. Wahey! Bye! <laughs>